Happy St. Patrick's Day and welcome to the Sunday edition of Soldier of for Jesus for Sunday, March the 17th, 2019. I, as always, your host, Mike Keenan, along with my friend and brother in Christ, Mr. Anthony Valerio. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, Mr. Keenan. How are you today? Good, and yourself? Hey, blessed as always, brother. You know that. I'm rich every day. So. I got a few things I want to share today, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something differently. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you you share your things that you want to share for us, and then I'm going to close out the show with mine. All right, fair enough. Um, day twenty of our 30 days of prayers for God's name. And it comes to us today from the book of Proverbs, chapter three. We're going to read verses 19 and 20. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down the dew. God is wise. God knows and acts with perfect wisdom in all things. He always acts for our good, which is to conform us to Christ. Simple as that. Nice. Yep. Day 20. Today, went to church as always. I have another wonderful teaching. And our oh, teaching oh, I know how much you love these. We're going to talk about worship. Worship the Lord and the beauty of holiness. True worship is God-centered worship. People tend to get caught up in where they should worship, what music they should sing in worship, and how their worship looks to other people. Focusing on these things misses the point. Jesus tells us that true worshipers will worship God in spirit and in truth. John, John 4 and 24. This means we worship from the heart and the way God is designed. Worship can include praying, reading God's word with an open heart, singing, participating in communion, and serving others. It is not limited to one act, but is done properly when the heart and attitude of the person are in the right place. It's also important to know that worship is reserved only for God. Only he is worthy and not any of his servants. Revelation 19.10. We are not to worship saints, prophets, statues, angels, any false god, or Mary, the mother of Jesus. We also should not be worshiping for the expectation of something in return, such as miraculous healing. Worship is done for God because he deserves it and for his pleasure alone. Worship can be public praise to God. Psalm 22 and 22, in a congregational setting, where we can proclaim through prayer and praise our adoration and thankfulness to him and what he has done for us. True worship is felt inwardly and then is expressed through our actions. Worshiping out of obligation is displeasing to God and is completely in vain. He can see through all the hypocrisy, and he hates it. He demonstrates this in Amos 5, 21 to 24, as he talks about coming judgment. Another example is the story of Cain and Abel, the first sons of Adam and Eve. They both brought gift offerings to the Lord, but God was only pleased with Abel's. Cain brought the gift out of obligation. Abel brought his finest lambs from his flock. He brought out of faith and admiration for God. True worship is not confined to what we do in church or open praise, although these things are both good and we are told in the Bible to do them. True worship is the acknowledgement of God and all his power and glory in everything we do. The highest form of praise and worship is obedience to him and his word. To do this, we must know God. We cannot be ignorant of him. Acts 17 and 23. Worship is to glorify and exalt God, to show our loyalty and admiration, 
to our Father. How about that word, Mr. Keenan, from Pastor Lucille? Wow, Anthony, that's beautiful. That's, that's, those aren't my words, brother. Those are Pastor Lucille's words in, in our church bulletin this morning. Oh, he likes all those church bulletins. There's nothing like them every week. Amen oh. to that, brother. Amen to that. And now I also want, I said I had a very uh, motivational word mm. for today. This is a prayer for when you're facing battles. The Bible says in Exodus 15 and 1, sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. Long before the cross, the Israelites, who escaped the bondage of slavery, witnessed one such victory. Imagine their joyful shouts when they looked back and saw the miraculously parted Red Sea close over the Egyptian army in hot pursuit. And again, as Exodus 15 and 1 points out, sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. Some 2,000 years later, after what looked like a devastating defeat by the enemy, came the ultimate triumph. Bible says in Matthew 28 and 6, he is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Neither death, nor the grave, nor Satan's plan stood a chance against the risen Savior. Today, Jesus lives to further his victory through the lives of his followers. In fact, as the Bible says, as in, as the Bible says in Romans 8 and 37, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. In Christ, we aren't just conquerors. We're super conquerors because God doesn't just win. He crushes the enemy, Romans 16, 20. That's why you don't want to take on this battle yourself. It is the reason the transaction at the cross was entirely out of our hands. Jesus took on your debt, your sin, your condition, and defeated the condemning eternal hold those things had on you. Because of his death and resurrection, all who trust in Christ for salvation are granted a place in the conquering band that will rejoice in his victory forever. Consider your battles in light of this truth. Express your heart to the Lord and pour out your adoration. Every day, we have the ultimate reason to celebrate. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I don't usually feel much like a super conqueror, but the more I focus on what you have done, rather than worrying about what I have done or need to do, the more I sense the freedom to feel victorious. Thank you for being the decisive factor in every battle. I place the battles I'm facing today in your mighty hands. Help me to keep trusting you, my Savior and King. In Jesus' name, amen. Ooh, I like it. And that's what you do when you're facing battles. I like it, man. I like it. <laughs> and uh, one, one more thing, of course, I have my, my scripture of the day. Um, if you want me to read it now, Mr. Keenan, I'll, I'll be more than happy to. No, you'll save it until I'm, I, I, I'm oh. going to read what I have to share now. And at the end of it, you, sh you share your scripture of the day as usual. Okay? All right. That's our closeout. Yep. You got it. All right, I have a I an Irish prayer. Oh, okay. I found it this morning as I was looking through my 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 prayers on my tablet. So I got it off the internet, and it says, "An Irish prayer may give may God give you for every storm a rainbow for every tear." A smile for every care, a promise, and a blessing in each trial. For every problem, life sends a faithful friend to share. For every 
Sai, a sweet song, and an answer for each prayer. Oh my goodness. That is wow. It's a Irish blessing that I found today. I have what's called a prayer journal, and that's one of the first prayers I wrote down in my prayer journal. I've shared that prayer with many of friends when they're going through rough times at my church over the years. So that's Are you familiar with it? I am very familiar with it. Yes, I am. Okay. I have a a um prayer from the book of e patience. I don't know how to say that, but am I saying it right? It's um, e P E E P E P E no E P H E P H E S I A N S. Oh, the book of Ephesians. Yes. Okay. It Ephesians. says the book of Ephesians. There it you. says God. It says grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And I have another one from the book of Psalms 15, 150. One, it says it's from the book of Psalms 150 of one. And it says, praise, praise ye God, praise ye the God, praise God in the century. Praise him in the firmament, firmament, firmament. Of, firmament. Of, his, of his power. Wow, you quoted King James on that one. That's awesome. The original King James Bible, yes. And I have one more. All right. It comes from the book of 2 Peter. Okay, second Peter, yep. One of two. Okay. And it, and it says grace and peace be multiple unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Okay. See? I told you, <laughs> I, I find these things and I share them with you because, like I said to you the other day, we're trying to get a word out, and please, the word is going to come out. That is exactly right. That is exactly right. Well, um, I, have, I have a scripture of the day, but I'll let you share yours first, and then I'll share mine. Okay. And then I have to uh, get going here, so. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Isaiah. Mine comes from Isaiah chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. O Lord, I will praise you, though you were angry with me. Your anger is turned away, and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For Yah, the Lord is my strength and song. He has also become my salvation. Now I have to head out. So, uh, Mr. Keenan, you wrap it up, and I'll see you Tuesday night. Okay. No worries. Thank you. Yep, my pleasure, brother. Anytime. Okay. Blessings to all of you out there.
And as to close out today's edition. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.